All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox and Tiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Friday, Amy here. And while we typically don't upload any episodes on Fridays here at the Four Things Podcast, Today, you're getting a bonus episode. Uh, My little sit down with Walker Hayes and Craig yesterday was received so well and just loved the feedback and everyone sending emails for the Glad You're Here book and Pimp and Joy giveaway and even some requests for, hey, wait, where can I find uh, when Walker was on your podcast with his wife, Lainey? Now, it was back in 2019, so to keep it simple, we thought we would just throw it up today to put it at the top of the feed so that people didn't have to scroll back and find it if they want to listen to it. So without further ado, that is what this bonus episode is. Here is my chat with Walker and Lainey Hayes from a few years ago, and I hope you enjoy all four things. Here you go. Lainey's 40, by the way. Oh, Boom. big She's birthday. Pretty, looking smoking hot for 40. Right. She is. Yeah. 
He is gasoline. Well, what Walker doesn't know is that I've started recording. Oh, crap. (laughs) But no, that's awesome. But he's brought it up. Lenny is so fine. Mm -hmm. She is so fine. She's fine for 20. Y'all are crazy. Yeah. So I've got Walker Hayes and Lainey Hayes on the podcast today. So they are going to do all four things with us, which is awesome. We're going to cover just some of Walker's music, which is amazing. I feel like he is a talented songwriter. Like, so talented. He will forever have a special place in my heart. Well, for one, you may recognize his voice because he does the theme song to this podcast, in case you don't know, but this is Walker. Mm-hmm. Walker, do you do you remember singing this? I don't I don't remember like record actually. Put your headphones on. Yeah, so I had sent Walker when I asked him because Walker and I developed a relationship because Walker is also the guy that gave my mom a theme song. Like my mom was battling cancer. We would talk about her on the Bobby Bone Show. From that, the Pimp and Joy movement was born. And then next thing you know, Walker busts out with this song titled Joy Like Judy. And then Walker, what you don't know is that song. Well, I probably have told you before, so you may know, but I'm just now I'm going to tell everybody. And I'm sure I've told everybody <laughs> before, but I'll say it again, is that this song is such a gift to me and my sister and my family and friends and my mom's grandkids, my kids who didn't get to know her because you sent us this song like I feel like we at least recorded the video in March of 2014. Not sure when you sent the song, but once my mom had a theme song, Joy Like Judy, I was like, whoa, we got to, <laughs> mom, you need to do a music video. And she was so hesitant. It was like being on video is not her thing, but she rolled with it and she was such a good sport. And now, you know, y'all can watch it. It's a, it's on YouTube, but We'll put it at RadioAmy.com if you want to check it out. But this is my first connection to Walker and why he and his family will forever be special to me because this is a video that will forever be there for my family to watch. And this is Walker singing about my mom choosing joy. And it's it's definitely something, if you've listened to the podcast and you don't know much about Pimp and Joy, that I encourage you to go check out because... And I don't know if the video is like just super special to me because it's mine, but I hope that you'll be touched by it too. Cause, and that's why one, another reason why I'll be forever grateful for Walker, but he has his so many other amazing songs and, you know, Bobby has always praised your songwriting oh, yeah. skills and is a big fan of you. And we're such a huge fan of Lainey too. And y'all just have an amazing life with some stories, the ups and the downs and, Y'all are willing to be vulnerable and share, and that's what we're all about here on this podcast. So I think we're going to cover some of those, some of those ups and the downs. So I appreciate y'all coming in to do it. Thanks Thanks for having having us. Are you nervous? (laughs) Oh, jinx. Pinch poke. Oh, did you say pinch poke? You you, you have me kind of same brainwave here. Yeah. Can we count to 10 really fast? (laughs) Is that what you do? Is that a thing? Counts 10? I don't know. One, three, four, five, six. I think so. That goes back to 17. So, And y'all do have, yeah, six kids, so that do. probably happens with them too a little bit oh yeah <laughs> do you feel like they keep you pretty young kids oh yeah absolutely because y'all do not look like you have six kids i gotta tell y'all if y'all don't know to what walker and laney look like they're like nashville's most beautiful people 
Right. Right. <laughs> and then, Lainey, so you said Walker's been. When did you start your working out journey, Walker? I started. So I quit drinking four years ago, and that's I dabbled, and then I became. You know, it becomes a little bit of an obsession. Um, and so, yeah. So that's when kind of when I started caring, I guess. You yeah. Know, and visiting the gym frequently. I mean, because Lainey, um, I don't know, yeah. you, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I mean, he like was not in bad shape, but he went from like Walker, hey, I work out to, I don't know, like Men's Health Magazine cover. <laughs> right. He's always been in great shape. And tell him, there man. were seasons of... <laughs> tell him what you think of me. Tell him, tell him. <laughs> Let's not get that deep. Uh, no, no, we can go deep here. You're like, no, really. <laughs> no, <talking>. just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, it became his thing on the road for sure. He always either ran or worked out. He always was in good shape, but... Definitely now it's... Turn it up a notch. Yeah, it's up a notch. Spice things up at the house. <laughs> okay. He's crazy. Come Sorry, on, Amy. You can't no, take him on. anywhere. It's fine. We'll go ahead and get in. Tell him your favorite parts. <laughs> What, Amy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Kick him off. Uh, Okay, but yeah, seriously. Lenny is so fun. I always be like, doesn't my arm look jacked? And she's like, it looks the same. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm terrible affirmation because he always looks the same to me. So I'm like, I don't know. You look the same as you did years ago. And he's like, no, that's not the right answer. (laughs) Well, I'm like, I I don't see the fluctuations. Yeah. Well, Walker, I. I know that you're used to kind of being out there and yeah. and sharing a lot. I mean, and you're an artist, a musician, a yeah. songwriter. You're out there. But Lainey, thank you for being here Thanks. with us. And I know that y'all are both going to open up about some hard stuff. And um, again, we'll talk about kind of the highs and lows of life. And what we like to be here at the podcast is relatable and touch somebody. And I know that your story about Oakley and um, losing her and then even like Walker, you having to deal with that and almost losing Lainey, yeah. I feel like um, that's something we're going to get into as well, which I hope will, you know, be comforting to somebody. I mean, we're all, we're all experienced loss at some level, but, I, you know, that's definitely another level to me. Like, I can't even imagine, but even I've appreciated you being open and talking oh, about thanks. it. So um, that said, we'll just and then, too, I want to get at the end sometimes what we do with guests is find out things that you're grateful for. Oh, yeah. And guess how many things we do? Four. Four. <laughs> so, but, you know, while we're recording, be thinking of the four things that you're grateful for. They can be serious or fun or whatever, and then we'll kind of close with that. But with that said, Walker, do you want, are you going to sing us to the... Be kind, to <laughs> joy, laugh a, oh. laugh a lot, eat cake. Eat cake. So I just sent Walker the four things. Yeah. Um, the four things, uh, Joy Seeker, which that's what that is called, the Be Kind, Choose Joy, Laugh a Lot, Eat Cake. It's the something creed. we had on a shirt and a tote, and we called it the Joy Seeker. And I was like, hey, would you mind doing my theme song? And you were like, no problem. And then you were like over in the UK or something, yeah. walking the streets of yeah. London, just yeah. spitting out rhymes. I was so excited to do it for you, but I didn't have any gear there to like lay it down. And so, yeah, one day I remember you being like, well, I need it by a certain date and yeah. I was like oh crap <laughs> and uh so yeah I just kind of wrote it I texted it to myself that's kind of how I write stuff is just text myself but yeah I remember walking around and I was like I gotta find an alley where I can sit and sing like casserole thing and like <laughs> and so send you a voice memo and 
I remember being glad when I sent you that and you were like, yeah, that's the, that's great. Oh, it's so perfect. Like you had the little, like the, the casserole and how you tied in. Like, yeah, we share recipes on here. Cause I kind of told you, I think we're going to do like, it'll be all the things like recipes and serious stuff. And so you, your brain came up with casserole things, food, food for your soul things. So that tied in. It's not just about like literal food, but food for the soul. yeah. Mind Creative blown. Genius. No, he fun. is. He is. So, you wrote okay. it all. I just put it to music. But yeah, <laughs> the uh, yeah, but the fat. My favorite line is eat cake. I mean, that's yeah. to me that's the jam. Mm-hmm. Like you need a, sh- a hat that says just eat cake. Ooh, good I idea. Buy that. Yeah. Okay, I'll put I'll that on a hat. Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> to WalkerHayes.com. Eat cake. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be selling my, my merch table. <laughs> 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 Don't worry, other people do it. It's fine. It's awesome. First thing. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start with the romantic song okay. that I teased because I feel like this song, Walker, it's it's so, I mean, it's it's probably everything every woman would want to hear. And I know, Lainey, that you vet a lot of his songs for him. And do you get tired of doing that or is it like, uh, <laughs> do I get tired the, of doing you that? Be comp- <laughs> I'm going to be honest in this interview. Don't lie. Tell um, the truth. Yes. For sure. I get I, I wish I was this like perfect wife who was like, oh, bring me all your song lines. I love to hear them. But no, <laughs> that's not really the reality at our house. Um, when he comes home with a song idea, like the day he steps off the bus and he's home for a couple of days, we're like, you have a new song idea right now. Like, couldn't that have just waited a couple of days until you go back on the road? Because he gets in Songland and it's hard to bring him back. Like anybody in the creative world kind of knows that. You you drift off, and even though you're there, you're not really there. You're kind of living in your head in creative land. So, um, yeah, oftentimes we go, hey, come come back to us, like, out of creative world. But but when he sent me the lyric to this song, I definitely, it was different. It was different from the others. Okay, and so for people that haven't heard it, I'm going to play a little clip here. We it. can only listen to a little bit of it, yeah. or then we might get sued you by pay me. Walker. <laughs> so, because that's podcast laws. <laughs> so let's li- we can listen quietly for a little bit, and then we may have to start to talk, talk over it. Okay. So here is a little bit of "Don't Let Her." She don't give two cents about money. Likes a little coffee and her honey. Let her sleep late as she wants. Home is a favorite restaurant. Okay, so what people are probably like, okay, those are cute lyrics, but I don't really get it. But it's the concept behind it that makes the song so fabulous. So explain the concept, Walker. It's it's a million different things into one. I was just, I was actually I wrote this song the same week I wrote your theme song. Crazy! Like in one week I had the most fun creative week, and uh, I was missing Lainey. And you know this was last year, so I was still, you know, we're fresh off the loss of Oakley, mm-hmm. almost losing Lainey. Which you know I'm I'm a I am Lainey would would agree I'm, I'm the emotional person of the family, and I have trouble. I don't know what you call it, just digesting emotions. Like it takes me, I'm a slow rebound from any emotional stimulus. And so uh, my head, you know, when I'm missing Lainey over there, I was in the, in the UK for two weeks. I, 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 I am 
100% myself and recharging my batteries with Lainey and the kids. When I'm away from them, things begin to just go south. I'm just lost. And I just started writing specifics about Lainey. Um, and really, it was just a love song. Like, look how much I know about you. Because I think that's flattering when Lainey's like, when you smile like that, I know it means this. Mm-hmm. And when you, I know how you, you know, eat with your elbow up. or You know, like little quirks when somebody knows that about you you feel like oh you notice me right and so like honey and yeah, coffee yeah. And-, and that's what i started to do i was like you know she loves to sleep late and you know she doesn't like you if you're drunk and uh <laughs> you know and, and it just all the specifics about laney and i's story and then i accidentally was like and if she misses me don't and then i was like well what what i want you to do if she misses me because honestly selfishly i'm like let her a little bit you know, but then then make her feel better. But I was like, no, I want you to, you know, you know, help her move on. And and then it, then that's that's the line that became that's what made it that almost morbid concept, you know, was that question was like, hey, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. And that actually happens to a lot of people. And I've I've noticed that from from the reactions of this song. So many people react and say, hey. That is my spouse. Uh, you know, I lost them, and um, I needed to hear that. Now I'm going to go out. You know, I'm going to get back out there into the world. So, yeah, that song is, you know, obviously completely about Lainey. I, I really enjoyed kind of sifting through the specifics of her. And I knew when I texted her, and, and by the way, she she does not like to always listen this, to lyrics. Like there, there, I, I almost cringe when I'm like, hey, do, will you listen right. to these two lines? Because <laughs> I know she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so anyway, it, when, when I sent her this, I knew I was like, this is going to get her. I know this is about to get her. And, uh, and it did. So, Lainey, what was your, when he sent you, like, I mean, I, my one of my favorite line is, home is a favorite restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. So good. No, I really, this one struck me differently than a lot of the other songs. I, you know, sometimes he comes home with the sweet love song and he's like, I wrote a song about you today. And I hear it and I'm like, no, that wasn't really about me. But this one obviously <laughs> was just anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not real. Too generic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one was so genuine and it it was sweet to think. Oh, you do. You just know all the little intricate details of me and who I really am. And it's it's fun to feel really known for who you are, good and bad and loved anyway. And so this song did. I kind of I think I sent him back a teary face and was like, oh, my goodness, that's so sweet. Now, on the other hand, I was thinking, I don't know why anybody would want to listen to a song about me, but. You know, I'm I'm thankful that it really does touch other people. You're the inspiration. I think it's just for me listening. I mean, yeah, I don't like all I home is my favorite restaurant, by the way, (laughs) too. I feel you on that one. But it's just like you can feel it's so cute. It's cute. Yeah. Like it's a cute love song that's deep and sweet. It has so many layers to it. It's not just surfacey. It's not surfacey cute. It's deep cute. Thanks for saying that. Thank you. Does that, does that even make yeah. sense? Yeah, no, it no, does. I I, I, sure. When I listen to it my, myself, I find myself like I'm confused emotionally. I'm like, am I sad or happy? Or And then I laugh, you know, at the, the mom line. Uh, that makes me laugh. And then I love the little section about— Say the mom line. The um, best advice I can give you, brother. 
Don't ever say she's acting just like her mother. Oh, yeah. Even though she does sometimes. Which, by the way, I adore my mom, and it sparked a whole lot of, like, me calling my mom, Mom, you're going to get a complex over this song. So that was a really funny other little interlude. And And my mom was so sweet. I was like... My kids are going to say that one day. That's just life. Right. We all say that. I loved my mom as well. But when, I mean, when she was alive, my husband definitely compared me to her. And in fact, even since she's passed away, it's been five years now. So it's like in that territory where it's okay to bring her up again. He will compare me. And I still get mad. I'm like, I don't do that. But I mean, I <laughs> right. clearly do that. But it's like little, it's just people that it's you're close to. There's of life. And the way it goes. There's things about people where you're like, oh, yeah. <gasps> And, you know, I'll call him out like you're acting like your dad Heck right yeah. now. And he's like, say, it ain't yeah, one-sided. it is not one sided for sure. All the time. That's the fun go to when you're married. That's just mm-hmm. easy ammo, you know. Right. And then it's like, <laughs> well, and then you're like, well, I wouldn't say that if I was like they were in the room. You're right. But no offense. It doesn't mean anything bad. I just, might. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Are y'all close with do y'all have a healthy in-law? I mean, I don't think your in-laws are listening. Unless they are. But they I mean, we're all, probably will. yeah, we don't get to see them a whole lot. You know, our life stays busy mm-hmm. and they don't, you know, they, they come to visit some, but you know, we try to, we try to make the round to visit everybody at least a couple of times a year, which because y'all are high school. Kids, I think that's pretty good. I high mean, school hard. sweehearts. Yeah. So are your parents, from, I, friends? I, I've uh no, no. I mean, our parents were, once we, we started <laughs> dating in 11th grade, they kind of began to get to know each other, mm-hmm. but you know, I feel like maybe since our our relationship was so early and and at an immature age, and then you combine that with my career choice, you know, I can definitely, uh, even though at times I may stress or not appreciate my relationship with my in-laws, I can, as, as a father, I can see how difficult kind of watching us must have have been you know me, me like Lenny meeting me obviously not being on her level like she was completely out of my league SGA president totally. of everything mm-hmm. like no, beautiful really. and then I, I was kind of a I was a poor student a little more of a wild um card and then you know a, a couple months into our, our engagement I'm like hey by the way I'm not gonna sell real estate I want to move to Nashville you know be a rock star and then turn around she's popping out kids like tic tacs and you're like and you know i'm sure her parents i can definitely see if if there's any animosity or was ever any like oh my god what are y'all doing i i can completely understand where that would come from when i tell our story a lot of times i'm like what were we thinking yeah what age were you when you got engaged uh, we, we were, were engaged. We got married 24, at twenty four, so t- engaged at twenty three. Yeah. We had a long dating, long right. we were dating older. relationship. I think our life has just never made sense, and the things that we love the most in life are all the things that were really silly to go into. I mean, we couldn't afford. Well, this dream was crazy to chase, and then we couldn't afford kids, but we kept having them, and all the things that we love the most about our journey in life you know, have been the things that don't really make sense. We still can't afford kids. And, and, and we, we, we want to, like, we wish someone would just drop quadruplets on our door. You know, I mean, we, we still more. struggle. With well, that's life. why everyone should go download Don't Let Her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we can afford yeah. And then there's yeah. like, is there Don't Let Her merch? Oh, yeah. We just came out with the Don't Ever Watch the Office Without Me shirt. Because um, that's one of the things. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean... We um 
Yeah, we never we we sometimes sometimes we're like, are we we selfish like that we want, you know, more kids or um, and stuff. And, and we're but we're both the babies of the family. And so if you, I think if you walk in our house, you you realize that like mm-hmm. we're so I I feel like we're lazy at times, but we're just there's there's things that we're not concerned with. For perhaps like the yard, I don't care. Like our yard looks like Jumanji. Always, and I don't care. I, I don't fix it until I get a notice from the neighborhood, and they're oh. like, "Hey, you gotta, <laughs> pull, you gotta the pull those weeds." <laughs> and I'm like, "For real, I thought you know, my kids love guys. them. They're like, they're so pretty." And, uh, <laughs> the weeds are flowers. Yeah. They're beautiful, mom. But uh, you know, wild. we got we got sheetrock problems going on. I mean, we skateboard, we throw the ball in the house. We we just we live in a different on like kind of a different planet, and we always have. I think when you have a bunch of kids, though, you have to learn to let a lot of things go, a whole lot of things go. Just you, to, know, you know this. You're right. Well, I mean, I have two. Y'all have six. Like, but it's, but still, it's life with kids. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you, ha- I, yeah. you have to or you don't enjoy your kids and you don't enjoy what you have. Exactly. I used to be way more uptight about, or I don't know what kind of mom, Lainey, you thought you were going to be, but I thought I was going to never give my kids cereal, you know? <laughs> like, and we, we no, I get it. I promise I get that. <laughs> oh, dude. You're like, we're going to have healthy smoothies hey. for breakfast every morning, <laughs> and I get it. Right. With, with our first kid, Lainey always had, like, a mini bag of fresh carrots and, mm-hmm. like, some pureed asparagus. <laughs> and then now... We only dude, start house, on avocado. And, our house yeah. is raining Lucky Charms <laughs> now. Just, it is interesting how you change yes. your... It's just, you know, it's like, wait, why am I so stressed? I mean, I feel like we still have aspirations and goals of, like, keeping them healthy and getting them interested in, like, things that are going to be good for them. But at the end of the day, like, a bowl of cereal isn't going to hurt anybody. Uh-uh. But, I mean... I I used to be pretty and even like I was a little judgy and I I take it all back. I don't want to judge. Now I'm like <laughs> not judgy, but I remember I would see. Like, I was like, oh, I'm not, I mean, because my mom fed me that. I ate sugary cereals. I will say I, we don't have we don't have Lucky Charms. There you go. You haven't got there <laughs> but yet. No Are you judgment. judging us, Amy? No. <laughs> a couple more kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I know. If no, I pop out, I'm just that's, kidding. That's what I'm saying. If I pop out a few more, I might go that route. Yeah. But now it's like even. <laughs> Even the convenience sometimes of, I think on Saturday morning, like Stevenson got up and I was like, hey, buddy, he's like, what's for breakfast? And I was like, can you just pour yourself a bowl of cereal? And it was amazing. I was like, this is the life, (laughs) right? Yes. So I can't even imagine. There's this ideal like way up here in the clouds and then there's real life and it doesn't always Now on the subject though of sugar cereal, I will say it it has an immediate effect on our kids' attitudes. So then selfishly, I'm like, ah, eat a banana or right. something else because I just don't want to deal Sometimes it's with the way it. you're going to act after you eat <laughs> right. that cereal. That's okay. a real thing. I'm saying that struggle is real. Mm-hmm. Like with the dietary stuff is for real. Oh, yeah. I can see it, too, in my kids. But then sometimes, well, sometimes it's like you were saying, Lainey, like you just you don't want to miss out on experiences with your kids. Like you don't want to waste time doing the yard if you're missing out on right. stuff with your kids. Like for me, I felt like I was sort of going to be the same way about like ice cream or different things. And then there's times we got as a family and we all get it together. And mm-hmm. it's like if I was trying to be uptight about it, we'd miss out on those moments because right. like kids love treats like that. Yeah. And it's true. You know, I don't want to be like. So uptight, I can't even enjoy ice cream with my kids. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, so before we, again, back to Don't Letter, which you should be downloading now on iTunes Do to it. support Walker and Laney and their six kids. But let's listen to a few more lyrics to see where we are. I kind of like, let me turn it up. 
I'm not a professional here, but hold on. Get it. That shirt's available. August 31st. Oh, yeah. No, I know. See, I'm not that into football, but my husband, yeah, he's on the countdown, yeah. and I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm very I mean, lucky. Laney, Laney is, like, avid sport. Like, if, if I was like, hey, we're going to have a special date tonight, I have a surprise for you. If I was like, hey, I got tickets to a Cardinals game or a Braves game or, or a Bama football game, she would lose her mind. Like, that's that's where she likes to hang. And, and I again, I'm, I'm a lucky, lucky dude. Um, she knows more about pro baseball than I do right now. I'm I'm on the road singing. I don't really know, you know get to watch every game, and she'll be like, "Dude, the Red Sox lost by this much, and this is how this was crazy." And she'll just watch it by herself. Like after I think it's probably been since getting since having boys, and they've gotten older, and watching yeah. them at baseball, and then just kind of getting into it, and then watching some games with them. You know, it's kind of been a process. I can't say I was always like that, but it is a fun thing to do. As a family, and we're kind of obsessed with playing the show on the PlayStation when Walker comes home. So every day, we've gotten a lot of baseball knowledge that way too. Our kids but I do us. love football. Nice. Football first season. thing we do when we wake up. And four of our kids were August babies. What is and the show? Always, it's a oh, PlayStation it's like a baseball. baseball game. <laughs> oh, okay. She goes with the Red Sox. I usually play with the Dodgers. She's so good. So I kind of beat it like every Walker's time. speaking that right now, and I'm just hearing a song. She likes Red Sox. I like Dodgers. There we go. <laughs> right? Add yeah. it in. Add it in. Okay, the um, put it on a shirt. There just kidding. Go. But I know we mentioned the, the merch and, and the stuff about Walker. I just want to say, too, you can go to walkerhaze.com. Right, Walker? Yes, ma'am. Because, I mean. Get it. Get it. Get it. Check so it out. We can get some more keto. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. 
Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women. 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Second thing. Okay, so Walker, next I want to talk about the Craig Fund, Let's which um, is a really amazing story. Also, yeah. too, you created a song from that. It's got to be, I think, probably therapeutic for you totally. to be able to use, just like you gave us the gift of Joy Like Judy yeah. and, you know, even the podcast theme song that may resonate with some people in some way. But it, this is like on another level because, you know, you met this guy, Craig. And he had a major impact on your life, which yeah. we'll get into. But then you were able to write a song about him and then you played him the song and then it's created a whole movement. Yeah. And so I'm going to play a little bit of the Craig song and then we'll talk about it because the Craig fund, I think, is something 
that people, I mean, they may want to see how they can get involved yeah. or they may just be inspired by like, yeah. oh, wow, like you can make a difference and you can bless people big or small. And Craig happened to go, I mean, he went big for y'all and we'll get into exactly how, but here is Craig by Walker Hayes. Yeah, I know. He sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet. But Craig, I get now he can't walk on water, or turn a nap of valley red. But he just might be tight with a man that did. So obviously they're implying yeah. that Craig is like um, J-E-S-U-S. Like Jesus, like he's tight with Jesus because he has, you know, a relationship. You met him at church, but you kind of were like, this guy's different than maybe other yeah. people you had, had experienced. So Walker, I'll let you take it. Yeah. Away. Yeah. Craig, uh, there's two massive, like there's two, two large things that I, that um, struck me about Craig is one, I, I can be a very judgmental person, especially upon like a, a Christian community because I've, a lot of times I find myself picking them up apart because they are proclaiming one thing, but then acting a certain way. And that's, that's my problem. That's wrong of me. Um, but Craig's relationship with Laney and I was so unconditionally loving and we never felt, if I'd have felt preached at or even taught, I would probably have backed off. I'm just that type of person, but he just loved us. And so that was definitely alluring um, quality that he possessed and he his just relationship with us was so um had no agenda it just just they just wanted to they just loved us you know and then also i was beyond inspired obviously by 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 craig giving us a car and and there's there's many reasons but one was because Dude didn't ask. You know, I, th- I find myself a lot of times. Well, hold on. I'm going to back up a little yeah, bit because yeah. people might be yeah. want to know a little Sorry. bit more of the backstory. Sorry. So y'all started, and Lainey, I don't even know that I know this part, but like who like found the church y'all were going to start going to? Maybe it was oh, new. Yeah, you started you go. going. Were you going? And then Walker started going. And then what was what was going on in y'all li- y'all's life around that time? And then boom, now Craig is in the picture. So I originally met Laura, Craig's wife, uh, through a mutual friend, just kind of nice to meet you and that was it and then saw her later at basketball at a, our kids basketball games and just started talking to her she told us they had just moved here they had started a church and I was like oh yeah yeah great that's nice and then they had invited us and I was like I don't know so I kind of got online and I was like what kind of church is this what do they believe you know what's going on here and um she struck me of course as super kind and friendly from the very beginning and we certainly clicked and then I drug my family there and it was in the winter so it was pitch black dark it was at night they were meeting at night and we were driving to the middle of the country and I was like guys I don't know what we're about to drive up to like I was kind of a little bit flipping out about I don't know where I'm taking my family um and then we walked into this church at night and every it was just it was amazing. People were so kind and welcoming and loving and kids everywhere and running around. And it was just the most come exactly how you are and we love you sort of place that we had walked into. So that was kind of how it started. And then we did develop a very close friendship with Craig and Laura and their kids over the course of time. And you can go from here. Well, yeah. And at that time in our lives, um, I was I was drinking heavily. Um, probably when we rolled into that church, I'm sure I, I'd been drinking all day. Um, 
we had we were about to have we we're about to actually be pregnant with our sixth. We had just had number five. Number five. Lolly was okay. a little and, bitty baby. You know, things were going downhill fast, like money wise, uh, job wise. I had not gotten a job yet at Costco, was but was about to. And uh, but yeah, Laura. I mean, honestly, Laura and Craig, uh, they they just they adopted us is what they did. I mean, they 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 called us theirs. They opened their house to us. Uh, he showed up you know, to my shows like a father figure would and sat in the back. And anytime I saw Craig in the back chatting somebody's ear off, I knew that he was like, isn't that dude good? Like, dude, have you ever heard of this guy? Like, he seems to be, like he would always tell every night, like after a show, he'd be like, you need to be playing arenas, man. I can't believe you're playing, right? You know, and I, and I was just like, it was so kind and, and, and genuine. And, um, and then, yeah, our relationship just c- c- continued to grow. And then about three years later, we had had our sixth kid, um, Everly, and we were down to one car. We, we, I had hidden the fact that I had gotten dropped from a label from an endorsement deal that I had because I knew that as soon as this Volkswagen dealership found out that nothing was going on musically that they'd probably take that van back and all we had was this old honda uh that laney brought in when when we got married and so the 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 van got taken away i remember i remember watching the truck take it and the kids were like that's awesome you know how they put it up on the truck and i was like <laughs> they I mean, didn't yeah, understand awesome but not, <laughs> but not really awesome. <laughs> at the same time and so things got rough you know and and um you know i acted like oh i got you know i got it figured out and we shared a car for about six weeks, and one night Craig shows up un- unannounced. We had invited. He showed up after Beckett's uh, baseball game and um, got out of his own minivan, and Laura, his wife, drove in, in in another car, and he had this big grin on his face, and, and we argued. You know, he, he, he was like, take take the car, you know, just take it. I know, I know you, you know, you know, you need it. All you got to do is sign. He had the and title sure and a pen had, in his hand. He did. The song is just exactly like, what, what went down. And, um, I was like, nah, you know, and cause honestly I was genuinely embarrassed and just proud and, and, and didn't want to accept help. Cause you know, accepting help just felt like I was saying that I c- couldn't do it, you know, on mm-hmm. my own. And I remember my daughter, I remember her saying, dad, just take the car. And then I remember Craig saying he he actually him and his brother were like really good wrestlers in high school. And at one point he said, I'm going to wrestle you, you know, for it. And I was like, "Nah, no, thanks. I don't want to wrestle. And so I just took I took the car and we drove it home. And uh, and I immediately felt a burden just lifted. Um, I felt the, the ability to focus on other things and not be so stressed out about you know, the vehicle situation. And obviously the kids were much safer riding in a car that they all fit in. You know, we had been driving everywhere in the Honda with Laney and I and six kids. And so it was definitely illegal. Um, and, you know, we, we weren't like proud of that, but that's all we had. But yeah, I mean, dude showed up and he didn't ask, like I said, I mean, he saw a need and he just, I think him and Laura, probably spoke like hey can we do this and 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 Craig you know I think a lot of people feel like he just 
hands out cars and can do that. I mean, he, I think after he gave us the car, he went and bought himself something used like for five or six grand. It's not, it's not like he was like, oh, I'm going to get a Tesla. And just so y'all know, that was a, that was definitely a financial push for them. That was not really something they could necessarily afford to do. People think, oh, they must be wealthy and be able to just do that. They really couldn't. They were stepping out in faith, just seeing a need that we had and how can we help? They're just those people. You know, it wasn't that that was an easy thing for them. They were they were really just stepping out. And that they have was, four kids. Right. Yeah. Now yeah. I have goosebumps. And they didn't have that. like a bank account of money that they could rely on if something happened. I mean, they they were really they were going out on a limb for us, for sure. That was and people they, don't they see wanted that to bless you right. and and Walker to you like he, he proved to you that like, yes, there are there can be people that maybe aren't necessarily they are walking the walk and talking the talk. Right. And that's who Craig was to you. So that's why. Well, that's what the song is is all about. And then you from that, the Craig Fund was born. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, I get teary eyed every time we we do something just because of how just full circle it is. But we we have um, we have a Craig Fund. Uh, we sell shirts where the those those shirts every shirt that we sell the proceeds go to the Craig Fund, and then people just drop huge installments. Like people just like when we lost Oakley, the Craig Fund filled up. That was kind of people's way of. Um, you know, saying they love us and and um, in honor of Oakley and stuff. And and what what we do is uh, we it, it was a lot of logistics and hoops and loopholes to to jump through at first. But we we gave our first car away uh, to a single mother. And and again, it was just an emotion. It's such an emotional moment. And um, we're going to continue to to do those things and find ways that the Craig Fund can be used, but it's all about exactly what Craig did for me. It's uh, what we do is we take submissions of who you can like nominate for the Craig thing and people send us, you know, we had about 50 submissions narrowed down for us. And then me and Lenny and the kids sat down and we went through like 50 one night and and it was like okay who do y'all it's so hard that was you so, know, hard, to yeah. so hard but um you know we'll keep all those and and do it again and again and again and uh it's my favorite you know part of of being um uh you know whatever you call me you know singer songwriter recording artist or whatever i mean it, that to, to, to me that's the that was the most fulfilling moment i think i've experienced in this in this job is when when we showed up in a town and I was able to give this lady a hug and um, her kids had written me, you know, letters and I sat in the car and it was so clean. And, and, you know, from, from my experience with Craig, I, I remembered how nice that was like to, to sit in a car that just started when you turn the key, you know, and you push the button and the window works and you're hot and the air makes you cold. And there's you know, a seatbelt for everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just like th- those things. I think, you know, now, Lainey and I are okay financially right now, and and we, we t- it's funny how fast you take those things for granted. But I know where those people are, and I love reading the submissions. And the people that write the submissions are, they're they're Craig's and themselves. Like just to to sit down and write essays about someone they love and why they need a car or they need assistance. So it's a it's a really really gratifying, fulfilling, fun part of what I'm able to do now. And that 
Craig Fun stuff can be found at walkerhays.com. Yeah, it's all over the place. All there. Yeah, yeah you, can, so. you can buy a Be a Craig shirt. You know, those are everywhere. And uh, I didn't steal that from Amy. <laughs> and uh, his team set up the fund, but it's all the people out there that are filling it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I was about to say a lot of people of are like, oh, you're so nice. It ain't my money. It's my it's the the fans. I mean, they're they're, they're the amazing. ones that fill that up. So it, it's it is an amazing it is an amazing feeling. And you know, Walker, you're. I know sometimes you're like, oh no, you, you know, people ask you to sign like pimp and joy stuff. Like you're one of the original joy pimpers <laughs> because sweet. of the theme song, and it's like that's something too where I I could, I know exactly what you're feeling like watching people rally together for a cause and a reason and a movement, and it's so cool to see people react. And they want to be a part of something bigger and better right. because that's what Pimp and Joy is to me. It's what the Craig Fund is to y'all. And it's a lot similar to your mom. I'm sure you're you're like to to me it all start like that elevator thing. She talks to people like that's what grabbed me. So you must have been were you listening to the Bobby Bone show I heard one day? That. Okay. I heard so that, or maybe read, maybe heard about you talking about her and then read something and in something written about you talking about her you said she taught she i mean who well, because she was choosing joy and at the hospital in yeah. anderson when she would be like having a rough day like going to get treatment it was just like oh but she knew everyone else at md anderson was probably having really rough days too yeah so she would make an effort to talk to people on the elevator and yeah. be like such a cute sweater or whatever yeah. and i'm like who talks to people in the elevator <laughs> well, but she did yeah. and i guess you picked up on that and then i i don't know that we've ever talked about how you decided well, to write to me, a song that about the, her that was the the spark and you have to like that's i think that's that's what i feel about craig is like just the way he spoke to me that first night and now full circle we're just dropping cars on people because other people are, you know, doing it. And then that happens outside of us. Like, but, you know, we'll meet people in line and they'll, they'll say, hey, I donated. I just gave somebody a car because I heard, Amazing. heard about your friendship. But yeah. you have to feel, the, you know, the, the same way about that's just a cool thing, how small to me something can be. And then a couple of years go by and it's a freaking franchise. Like it's, yeah. it's just happening. And it's all it was literally because of love. It was, it was because one person just wasn't in love with himself. They were actually in love with everybody else just for a second. And then ba-boom. Like, mm -hmm. it's just a ripple. And I know Craig was kind of, when you talked about releasing the song and it being public, like, oh, he yeah. was like, oh. He was. He, he probably still does. It, it was uncomfortable for him because he wasn't doing it for any sort of, he didn't no. want praise or recognition. He just wanted to, again, just bless y'all. And so, but, but for him and because him and his wife, they felt, it was put on their heart. This is what they needed to do. And they were obedient with that. Like, this is the domino effect. Like, yeah. this is the the blessing upon blessings and blessing. And it's multiplying. And y'all are keeping it going. And Walker, with your platform, like, and y'all's fans together. I mean, hello. Y'all do have, these are the haze of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, your own soap opera happening. Yeah. But y'all are, y'all are y'all are doing good with it and I think that that's what's important well, yeah. some people are like I don't really want to talk about it but when you do it's not like for bragging because you know that it's possible because of everyone right and it's also to inspire yeah it is Craig didn't even want to play the song for his kids that's how you know humble he is about kind of recognition and then on a uh 
yeah, on a funny note, one songwriter came up to me and he was like, dude, that same thing happened to me. Somebody gave us a car. And I was like, should have wrote a song. (laughs) (laughs) And it was originally just meant as a thank you for him. And then it was never meant as an album edition. Yeah. Well, let's listen to this hook one last time in case Craig's listening. Craig, if you're listening, this goes out (laughs) to you. This goes out to you. He sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet. But Craig, I, I get. Now he can't walk on water. Or turn a nap of valley red. But he just might be tight with a man that did. Now he's not the light of the world. But I wish that mine was bright as his. Yeah, he just might be tight. With a man that is. Lyrical genius. Right. And you know he will listen. Yeah. yeah Craig oh, will listen. Anything Walker does, he listen. Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. Yeah. Craig, you're Laura. awesome. Hey, he Laura. Does. Hey. Um, so that's another song, too. Walker's probably going to be like, shut up, Amy. No. But um, that you can go download. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do it, do it. Do it. You won't do it. So, Walker, I have tattoos that are super personal Uh, to me yes like i have joy tattooed in my mom's handwriting on my wrist and then i have espoir right below that which means hope in creole and that was just for me like our adoption process took five years so obviously having lost my mom having joy in her handwriting on my wrist is a big deal and then espoir was there as an everyday reminder as we were going through that process of you know like don't lose hope this is going to happen even though there were days where i thought okay this might not happen but that was my reminder. And so I know that you have Oakley's footprint yeah. on your arm. Uh-huh. And so I know, like even getting into this right now, I feel yeah. like it is something, it's, I know it's so personal for y'all and I appreciate you sharing, yeah. but even something like that every day, having to look down, yeah, I'm sure it has sometimes, like for me, seeing my mom's handwriting, it's like so special, but then sometimes it's also hard. Yeah. And so how... How long has it been since she Oakley's? would have been? She would be one year in about two months now. Okay, June sixth is the day she was born. Yeah, and um, you know, you just talk about I, I, um, Laney and I kind of decided together uh, to not be private about this, and I think one of the reasons we did is because there were a couple people that were not private about their own experiences that showed up for us literally the day of. Like I'm talking about while Laney was in the, in, in the operating room and I was there alone by myself. Um, what was the girl's name? Michelle. Her name was Michelle. I don't even remember her name. I've only seen her once in my life, and that was that, that, was that day. And she showed up, and she began to just talk and walk me through her experience of losing a, a child. And uh, had she been private or never reached out to any organization that cared about that happening to someone else, we would have been completely lost that day. I didn't know, you know, this sounds silly, but when, when, you, when you, you know, Lainey had a stillborn. She, she carried Oakley nine months. That morning we thought we were going to have a home birth. We were so excited uh, I was supposed to play on the CMT awards that night, like first TV, anything, just a lot of excitement and happiness. And then, and, you know, she goes into labor, her uterus ruptures, 
an hour and a half later, a doctor walks in to, to me in a room and says, hey, you had a, a little girl. We tried to resuscitate, but we couldn't. And so I'm just sitting there alone. I don't know. Like, I obviously want to get to my wife. I don't know if I'm supposed to meet. Do you, do you meet? Do you, do you, do you hold a dead kid? Do you do like, do, that's just a question. That's like one question in my head. Like, do you, do you hold her? What do you do? Like, what are we about to, we about to have a funeral? Like, do you get rid of them at the, I mean, I, I'm clueless. You know what I'm saying? I, I had absolutely no idea. And then in the meantime, emotionally, I've never experienced, and, and Laney and I are, we go through this together. You know, I, I look at this tattoo still on my arm and it reminds me I had a ba- I had a kid, a baby. I held a kid of mine, a real life child in my hands, you know, that had a foot and another foot and, and hands and, and, and hair and a face that, lo- that just looked like another one of our our kids and so yeah I don't really know what question I'm answering but I think I started off by saying we would be vocal about it because it's not just us you know this people lose people all the time and it is a shocking lonely emotion and people grieve differently and I needed that girl Michelle there more than anything Uh, she walked us through getting pictures of Oakley and uh, she she helped us find the cemetery where we would eventually go look and bury our daughter next to hers, mm. um, which which was earth shattering. Just like kind of a that that was just like a I don't know what you, what you call it. It just it was like just, a moment we, of we peace fell, and a very we fell in uh, tears. You know when we when we saw Lucy is her name when we saw her name, Laney and I literally broke down in just shambles, and then. Then a dog came up and peed on a grave, and we, we laughed. We just laughed. Uh, we laughed so hard, and we needed that dog to pee on that grave. <laughs> we were like, this is the perfect spot. <laughs> we were like, it's just like our house. Uh, there's dogs everywhere, and there's, you know, Lucy here. But it's just a whirlwind. You know, we still are in, like I said, I still look at, at, at her footprint, and I go, that happened to us, and it happens to a lot of people. Um, and you know, I'm talking miscarriages to, you know, and SIDS, and 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 people people just lose people lose grown up kids, you know. And well, like there's said, something about it being the other way around. I feel like, yeah, I lost my mom, and she probably she died too young, and she had cancer. But it was sort of in the right order of like. Right. At some point, I was probably hopefully going to say goodbye to my mom and I will to my dad because that's what we consider to be the natural progression of life. So with y'all having to experience, especially after you've got six kids, it's like, well, we're giving birth. So this we've already done this before. We're about to meet our new baby. And then it to do a 180 and then not. Yeah. Like that's that's a whole different territory, even to where I'm just like. I wouldn't know. Like, what do you do? Do you, do you hold them and do you take, yeah. Do you take pictures? So yeah. yeah. I mean, Michelle, what a blessing that, that she was there. Yeah. And then Lainey's not, you're in surgery. Right. So I, I mean, he went through a lot of it alone because I was in surgery for what, a couple hours and um and at this point and then Walker, after that do you not know her state you know like no, you know I did I wasn't really honestly it just was such a blur I wasn't I I realized later I guess how close 
you know, Laney was to, to dying. Uh, I, I was just oblivious. Again, I'm concerned with, you know, with Oakley. Because you're, you're look on it, you, you know, you're looking at minutes. You're like, 15 minutes ago, there was a heartbeat. or And you're like, no, it can't, you know, mm-hmm. it can't be done now. Like, are you sure? You're sure? And, you, and you're just like, no, no way this is, that this is happening. And then I could, I could sense distress in the doctor as she continued to visit me and say, hey, we're trying to stop the bleeding. We're doing everything we can. And then they would vanish. And then I'd be like, what? Did they just say to me, like, does it, it sound, it doesn't sound like it's over yet, you know? And so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that was freaky. And then the, the, the worst part of it all was, um, <clears throat> was when Lainey came to and she was out, she was, a, she had a tube in her mouth, so she couldn't talk to me and she was very, very drugged and sedated and, uh, she lost a ton of blood, um, during surgery and so she she was coming out and awake from that and and she would look at me and I'd be like ah she's gonna you know she's gonna say something about it and she would touch her stomach and I I knew she was like trying to say like what you know she wanted me to say we had a girl or you know whatever and then I would tell her I'd say you know as a girl she didn't make it and then I could just see Lanny's body physically just convulse just go like i thought she was going to have a heart attack cuz she couldn't she couldn't talk or say anything she could just cry and i would just see tears and tears and then she would kind of pass out and then 15 minutes later we would just do it all again like she would wake up like i never told her anything and and so over and over you know i i continually felt i had to answer and and so you know that completely sucked and then and you know Lainey Lainey and I we we it's like we were someone somebody explained it to me not like a therapist but a dear friend said it's like y'all are both in the in a car wreck at the same time like exactly the same time and then forever we'll always be telling each other what happened in our wrecks like it was the same wreck but different wrecks and and you know, I th- I feel so bad, you know, for for Lainey because when she woke up, she didn't lose just a kid. We're done. We can't have. She 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 woke up and got told, "We're you're done. You're not have you you can't. We're not having any kid. It would be irresponsible of you to 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 become you know pregnant again." And that is so hard, you know, for for, for me to watch. Lainey is just. Just what she was born to do. I swear to God, that is, it's just, she, she was supposed, I didn't know that when I met her, you know, when I'm in 11th grade. I didn't know she was just, she was made to just raise and love and nurture and care, you know, for kids. But that is, um, that's where she, she belongs. She, she's supposed, she's gifted at that, like, like next level, uh, gifted. And so, you know, she's been struggling with that, um, Truth, you know that she, she's she's. We, we, I don't know what do you call it. You, you're you're on not like birth control, but she. We have what do you use? The wall. Come on, somebody help me. The goalie, the eternal goalie that never goes away. Your IUD. IUD. Yeah, she oh. did. She does that. She's going thing. into like birth control now. Anyway, I'm just saying she's on that. But we, she and I laugh and we're like, I hope, I still hope, like I still hope, you know, like I hope 
I hope you get pregnant and that's like maybe God's way of saying you can't, really you can't stop this train. Like it's it's it's, not it's really crazy over. how big those desires are, you know. Yeah, like Walker said, not only did I wake up and realize that we had lost Oakley, we didn't know she was a girl, so we find out it was mm-hmm. a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, we lost her. Um, and then they say, you know, they were able, they they wanted to do a hysterectomy, but they couldn't because of how much blood I'd already lost, and they didn't think I could survive it and all of that. So um, anyway, they did not do a hysterectomy. So for Walker and me, we're going, well, maybe there's still a chance. You know, like that's how badly... We love having kids like that is, you know, his his only dream is not music, but that is, that is my dream. Like, I love having kids and just pouring everything I have into them. Like, um, I don't know. So, yeah, to wake up and to realize we were done and that, you know, that wasn't our plan. You know, that was our plans just getting completely halted and told, you know, you're doing a 180 from this, actually, you know, Um it is hard. It's so many layers to process, to take in, so many levels of grief. You know, we're grieving Oakley, you know, after losing her, you know, I'm my body has a hard time healing. And then it's the things like your milk still comes in, you know, a day or two later. And it's mm-hmm. such a harsh reminder that you don't have a baby. Um, and so you have these physical things you're dealing with, the emotional toll. Um, you know, you're almost still in so much shock. It's kind of the Lord's way of protecting you. You can't take it in. It's hard to even grasp. It's a process of grieving because you can't you can't really understand the weight of it immediately. Um, and, yeah, we had so many people there for us, um, the people at the hospital, the stuff we didn't know. I mean, hold her, spend time with her, hug her, you know, love what you can. Um, Try to memorize our features. You know, you just look at her toes. Mm-hmm. And you just like you study her. Stop looking at her because you you're not you won't you're not going to see her again. Um, um, a photographer named Callie showed up and did pictures for us, and you know, then I said, you know, Leela is our only child that met her and held her. But I said, you know, don't take pictures on your cell phone because I don't know that you'll want that in your camera roll. And I regret that. I mean, you know, I didn't know. It's not you're not taught on how to do this. And so we didn't take snapshots of her. But thankfully, Callie was there and did pictures of her. And that's all we have. And so um, I am so thankful because I mean, would I would I do things differently in some ways? Yes. But in other ways, I'm so thankful that these people all showed up because they helped us grieve in the healthiest way that we possibly could going through something like that. And we wouldn't have known how to do that, um, how to walk through losing her. And and then, you know, it's the things you're not expected for. You know, you're holding you're holding your dead baby and you just it, it is the weirdest thing they look just like every other newborn we ever had. And you are you are physically staring at them going, please just breathe. Like, there's, you know, you just think, oh, they're going to start breathing. You know, they're not. This isn't true. You know, they're going to breathe. The, you know, it's just hard to, it's hard to take it in because you really are. And the other thing, and this is, you know, maybe a lot of information, but she was cold. And so the mom and you just keeps kind of wanting to snuggle her up mm-hmm. and hold her close and wrap her up because, you know, she's cold. And, um, you know, spiritually, I'm going, she's not here. You know, this is just her shell. She's not here. She's very much alive. 
just not right here with me. But the mom of you can't get past the this is her physical body that you want to care for, mm-hmm. um, even though you know she's not there. But it's it is traumatic and traumatizing, and we do want to share our story because if it can help somebody, like you said, not feel alone, if it can, you know, if we can help somebody grieve in the healthiest way that they can, you know, we want to we want to do that. Um, it's also therapeutic. I mean, selfishly, just to relive it. Um, I can still, just as we talk about it, mm-hmm. there's there's still shock here. I mean, there really is. There, her her picture is at the, it's it's in our room, it's in our room where it all went down, and um, I mean, some nights we just sit there and talk, you know, and and look at her picture and still absorb like this happened to us, you know, yeah. and like you said, it's probably a miracle that you can't. If you could, if you could feel it all at one time, you'd probably just explode, you know, or your heart would stop or something. But yeah, um, we we were so lucky. the the commu- this community, um, not gonna lie, like artists, we're so competitive. Like we just compare each other to each other, and we wanna we wanna be friends, but we wanna be, sell more albums than the other one, or I do, speaking personally, but I'm gonna tell you something, when something like this happens, or when it did to us, uh, we had a meal that day from Russell Dickerson's uh, family, him and his wife, that day. Uh, I'm, I know they were busy, uh, CMT stuff, and she left and homemade the most incredible. Lasagnas and soup. Yeah, and just, just soup, every, up. just it buckets of food. I mean, we, I don't think we, paid for a meal or fixed a meal she you know oakley we lost oakley in june on june 6th and i promise you we had food till september more more food than we could eat you know and and for us to be you know we felt it took us a while like to just get back out into life Mm -hmm. you know and so the last thing you wanted to do was was like worry about where we're going to eat tonight and and so yeah i mean it was we were so well uh, taken care of. Craig and Laura showed up. They met. They met Oakley. They they held her. That he actually officiated like a little a uh, funeral service. My my boys and I buried her. Like we we filled it the hole up with dirt, and you know Craig and Laura were there, and we were just surrounded by. We had a lot of family people. and friends show up that day, and you know it's. It's a tricky situation for all of us to navigate. Nobody knows what to do. And, you know, death is awkward. It can be awkward for all of us. We don't know how to walk through it, really. And nobody, I mean, people talk about it, but. um, Well, I think y'all being willing to share your story and then kind of also too, yeah, it is, that that's an accurate statement. Death is, is awkward. Um, So it's like, just. People should just show up. I mean, it's a reminder for me to hear that too. And I think other people listening, like if some, if you know someone's gone through something, sometimes you just don't want to be in the way right? or you don't want to, like, you don't really know, well, well, I'm not that close to them, but I mean, I've, I have sympathy for them. I empathize or whatever the case may be. Like I, I hurt for them right now because I know that they're hurting and this has got to be painful, but like, but what do I do? And so I don't know, like sometimes we do nothing yeah yeah but it's i think that this is probably a reminder that just just do 
yeah. if it's put on your heart, like don't ignore that. Just do. And I know probably the people that sent meals and, you know, publishing companies and labels and, you know, so many people were providing food for us. And that might seem silly and small to them, but it really did. It did. People feeding us through August, it was, I mean, it really was such a blessing because physically I couldn't for a while. And then after that, you just are trying to pick up the pieces. I mean, Mm -hmm. you just are trying to your best to maintain some sort of let's get back into life. Like we can't just hole up in our house forever um and to have that taken care of and provided for us it really was that was huge that was so huge and that was you know maybe people saw that as small just okay i'm going to send them a gift card for uber eats or whatever people might have done i mean it it all made to such what a difference. you're saying amy that's like to, to me the, the, the us experiencing that and and the people that did show up um, it's, it's to, to me like the right answer in that case that you're talking about. Cause I feel the same way. Like, I don't really know that guy that well. And like, it's going to be weird, you know, if I show up and I feel like the right answer takes the most courage and, and like Craig, can you imagine how scary it would be to drive up to a dude's son base baseball game, son's baseball game and be like, take this car. Like, I can't imagine a more frightening thing to do. Um, and the same thing, you talk about Michelle showing up for me that day. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty angry person amidst, like, emotions like that. So I can't imagine being on her side of that waiting room and talking to a completely silent man whose wife isn't even out and okay yet and just start black and just start telling my story you yeah. know that's just that had to that required some serious bravery um so but yeah what i'm saying is probably like it's good just to show yeah up, i mean know? that's what i'm receiving from this now and even a reminder to myself and then sometimes when you're hesitant on sharing your story and sometimes it may hurt but i think that what y'all have learned for it too is it's therapeutic Mm-hmm. And then also, like Michelle, it probably was painful. It probably walked her through her entire thing and she's having to relive it. Right. But somewhat therapeutic. But also now it gives, not that you want to give, you have to find, it's almost like you want to find the reasons why things go bad. It's not like there's the whole that well, everything happens for a reason yeah. or like, okay, well, this is why that happens so we can better prepare me. But for me, I think if you look at it like... um well, yeah, this was a really crappy situation. Like this sucked. But in order to make the best of it, I have to look for the ways to make this better. Like you can choose to live in the crap and make it crappy and it be a horrible situation. Like the whole like my mom's cancer battle, losing her to that, like could have been like we could have just lived in the crap. It sucked. It was brutal. The things I saw, I will never unsee. And it was horrible. And nobody should have to die that way. Like, it just was not right. And, you know, I was there till her last breath. I even laid with her dead body for like an hour with my sister and thought it was awkward. But it's like my sister and I made a choice. Like, okay, what are we going to do from here on out? What's the legacy going to be? Are we going to, you know, just sit in this yuck? Or are we going to, like, look for how we can help others with this, you know? And so then now that's what we've done. And I feel like, too, y'all sharing your story that's what you can do is look for the reasons. And for Michelle, yeah, I mean, she went through it, but then she was able to help you. 
And she was such, she was like your angel that day, Walker. I mean, like a huge blessing. And then now y'all are going to be that for somebody else because it, the stuff is going to happen in life. It is. But when you put yourself out there and you open it up, like you have an opportunity to be that angel for somebody else. Like I guarantee you somebody listening right now, like it has been, or God forbid, like somebody listening and then, you know, some like a year or two later, something may happen where this podcast may write and they may remember, oh gosh, like they may know what you're saying and the things like remember to how to, how to grieve and everybody grieves differently, but, um, and not that y'all went into necessarily exactly how you grieve the process, but just for y'all being open and sharing. And I'm so thankful and I appreciate you opening up for my listeners too. Sweet to have us. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI owned brands right now online and in store for the entire month of May. You can join Macy's in supporting AAPI owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel 
lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month, and when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Okay, so now it's gratitude time, and I want to hear the four things. So technically, because it's times two today, we're going to get eight. Eight Okay. We're going to get eight eight things. things. Yeah, well, Walker, you get four, and Lainey, you get four. And it's just something fun to do because, you know, with gratitude, when you practice that, that's what brings true joy. And so that's what we're all about on the podcast. So we want to encourage that, and maybe it'll get other people to be thinking about what they're grateful for today. Okay put me on the spot here well obviously i mean i'm just not just saying that but I, i'm right here well, I, tell, <laughs> I swear i tell Lainey this all the time and uh i mean I, it's it's so cheesy but i'm grateful for her uh you know who i i never would have thought you know just i mean I, I guess i'm like halfway through life here and i'm just really glad you know that i have i'm glad i found her so early um, my best friend, just, just somebody I wanted just to hold, hold my hand through everything, you know, and even the worst stuff, you know, I, I've, I feel like I've experimented holding Lanny's hand through all things and, um, she's, there's no one else I'd rather like get old with. So I'm obviously grateful for her. I'm so grateful, uh, for all of my children, uh, living and gone, um, they are unreal. I learn so much from my kids uh, about my own brokenness. And um, I don't know, they make me laugh, but they also just make me love life um, even more. I'm grateful for, um, I'm grateful for music. You know, music, uh, it brought us together. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh you know, I always tell Lainey this, and she, she makes fun of me because I'm so emotionally at, attached to all music. But it it truly is. I, I can't imagine a life without it. I can't imagine a life without uh, being able to make it 
uh, for therapeutic reasons. Um, it has saved my life a billion times, and um, it's it's given me um, purpose. And then, um, and then my last, you know, but not least, grateful. And I don't really know how to say this, but I'm right now. I'm I'm gr- I'm grateful for the Bible. I'm grateful for that book. Um, I don't know everything in it. Uh, I don't know how to apply, you know, verse after verse. But I'm I'm grateful that that is a resource um, for me at this time in my life, as I kind of add up all my experiences and try to move forward as an old man. Um, I'm glad it's there for me, and the man in it is in there um, with me, I think. so. Oh, I love those four things, yeah. Walker. I'm going to try to not jump all over the things he He's said. Just, she's just going to He went copy. first, so I can't I'm copy I'm so glad him. I got to go first. Golly, no, I wish I'd gone first. Um, this is super generic, and it's kind of a you know wonderful like Miss America kind of answer, but um, I know, right? <laughs> Miss Alabama. And if you know me, in that not, is not, yeah. that doesn't really suit me very well. But um, but I'm going to just go generic with love on the first one. I mean, Walker and I spend more time than you know just talking about love, just how, you know, how do we love each other better? How do we love our kids better? How do we love other people? Um, obviously, you know, we have a handful of people in our life that have really impacted us in that, have taught us, shown us, um, you know, Craig, other friends, reading about Jesus, whatever. I mean, it's we, an, another book we're both kind of reading right now. I mean, we are constantly talking about how can we just love other people better. Um, so that's just kind of generic a little bit. Um, my second one, I want to say laughter because that gets us through a whole, a whole, whole, whole lot. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure Sonos Walker feels like the jester of the family, but I'm like, we laugh so much when he's home and I'm so grateful for that. Um, it gets you through anything. It's like us trying to pick out a burial plot for Oakley and it's the worst experience you can even imagine walking through. And then... He makes me laugh. He makes comments and we just giggle. And I'm like, golly, I'm so thankful for moments of laughter, um, whether it's in the hard times or the, you know, super happy times. And then the third, I'm going to have to say all of my my living family. I mean, I and Walker's already touched on that and I can't say anything but kind of repeat what he says. Um, Walker, our kids living. Um, it's they are just such a joy in my life. They, because of all them, it makes it harder to yearn for heaven because I love being here with all of them mm-hmm. so, so, so much. Yeah. Um, that they, they are just my everything. It's hard to not make them idols in my life because I love them that much. Um, I always want to be with them and I just, I don't know, everything in my life just wants to revolve around them. Um, and then the fourth one, I'm going to say Oakley, um, because I can see the big picture of her and what the Lord is doing with us 
having her and losing her. And I'm so grateful. It's a stretch to say I'm grateful for that experience because it is more painful than I can even express. But I'm so grateful for what the Lord is teaching us and how he's using her life um, to change us and to reach out to others and just to make us more outwardly focused. And um, just I think a lot of the changes that he is working on in us would not have happened without having lost her. And I wish those were lessons we could have learned without losing her, but I'm not sure we were in a place to do that. So um, I'm very grateful for her and what her life, even though it was just nine months in utero, what that is really teaching us Mm -hmm. and continues to teach us. Yeah. Well, I just love and adore y'all so much. So Walker, Lainey, thank you for coming on. Boom. Thank you. Boom. boom. Y'all nailed it. The four things podcast. <laughs> always end with a boom. All four things. And, you know, yes, through the, I can't even tell y'all how many times I got goosebumps when y'all were talking and sharing. And, um, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that y'all came on. We're glad you have us. a podcast. Yeah. How's it feel? You. you feel famous? No. <laughs> Come on, it's a big deal. You're rocking it, Amy. It's your good podcast. Doing awesome. Though. Oh, yeah, you know. You know the laws, the technology. Yeah, no. I'm killing no, it. It's just stuff I learned from Bobby. So, <laughs> yeah. It is different, though, because I've been, you know, I've been doing this a long time, like 13 years, but with Bobby. So now to kind of be on my own, yeah. it's like a little bit you're in the we were looking forward Different. to it and well, we've listened to anyway. a couple of them you, you do a great job i Aww. listen to them while i'm working out <laughs> learn recipes sure get that pancake your... recipe yes go on the first one stevenson's pancake that. Yeah. recipe yeah it was good. stevenson came on and shared it he's so awesome. cute that was his podcast debut he was funny yeah well thanks <laughs> well y'all are great um and i will See y'all soon. Y'all got to bring all the kids over. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but it's happening. We're all getting y'all together. Get, we, or we should, we'll just come over to your house. That's do it. Yes, easier. do it. Let's do it. Especially because it doesn't matter about the yard or the house. Yeah, it does not. You, you can't mess up anything like here. Kind of crooked and dangerous. It's awesome. <laughs> Rusty. Four square court. Yeah, yeah we do. We're, love it. Good to go. Um, okay. Well. Everybody go to walkerhaze.com. I don't know why I just kissed like that. <laughs> but walkerhaze.com, download all of his music. Walker, really, really quick. Yeah. What is your favorite song you've ever put out? Ooh. Ever put out? Yeah. Not going to lie. Uh, it's just Don't Let Her. I, mean, oh. I know. I know that's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my favorite one. It, uh, I, me too. But I just I didn't know if there was some like, you know, no, one we'd never I love heard Halloween. Of, obscure. Oh, uh, yes. Halloween I, is I so good. This is, I'm just trying to encourage people if they yeah. have never heard your music. Like Beer oh, in the fridge. Halloween, Layla Stars or Leela's. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's Leela's. Um, Stars. Yes. Based on my money. Is oh, that's one of favorite. my favorites. He loves that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean. But this is the jam right here. Come on, we're jamming. We'll end on this. I'm gonna turn it up. You better for you kiss her. Jam. <laughs> okay, 
So that's Walker and Lainey Hayes. If you weren't familiar with them before today's episode, well, you are now, and I hope you love them as much as I do. I just appreciate them coming on to do all four things with me and opening up about different parts of their life. Like they're so amazing. You can follow Walker on Instagram at Walker Hayes. And then on YouTube, you got to check out these are the Hayes of our lives, their little YouTube show. Get it? Like these are the days of our lives, but since their last name is Hayes. <laughs> so yeah, give them a follow. Tell them how much you you loved uh, them being on the podcast. If you did, I mean, I'm not telling y'all to just like lie, but if you liked it, it never hurts to reach out to someone and say, hey, thank you for sharing part of your life with us. And uh, thank you for doing Amy's theme song. Like, I love it. I personally love it. Be kind, choose joy, laugh a lot, eat cake, which that was our joy seeker. I mean, we talked about it in the interview that already existed, but the way Walker turned it into my theme song, I love it. And then of course, Pimp and Joy, which the note I got for my email shout out today has to do with Pimp and Joy. So it's a perfect tie-in. I thought this was a great email to wrap up the Walker and Lainey Hayes Four Things podcast. So this email comes from Suzanne. And Suzanne, I love this. Thank you for sharing this email with me. Amy, I just had to share this story with you because it brought so much joy to me, and I know it will bring the same to you. I recently made a big move into D.C. to live by myself for the first time. I was absolutely terrified, but I faced that fear head on, especially with the help of your podcast. A few weeks ago, I was crossing a street with my dog and spotted a driver's license. I watched as tons of people stepped on or over it. It only took a second of my time, but I picked it up and took it home with me. I sent it back to the owner with a quick note that said, hope this reaches you in time. Just a quick, kind thing I could do for you. Hashtag pimpin' joy. Long story short, after a very stressful week, I returned home to my little apartment to find a card in the mail with a message that said, you give me hope for humanity in this world. Ah, oh, Suzanne, great story. Yes, you saw a license. You took the time to pick it up. You checked out the address, you mailed it to the person. They probably thought their license was gone forever, which I recently lost my license and I still haven't gotten it back. And I still need to go figure out how I'm going to get a new one. I don't know what I need to do. Call and renew or go to the DMV, but uh, the DMV just like even saying it right now sort of stresses me out. But I'm sure that this person was obviously so thankful. And yes, you gave them hope for humanity in this world by your little kind act. And that is what Pim and Joy is all about. I mean, first of all, Suzanne alludes to the fact that I think she's choosing joy for herself, even though she was terrified moving to D.C., but then she decided to spread joy to others, and Pimp and Joy in a nutshell is about that. Choose joy, spread, spread joy, be joy. I know that I can't talk, but somehow I have this podcast. So choose joy, spread joy, be joy, all things joy. So shout out, Suzanne, and... Shout out to all of you out there that are Pimp and Joy. You can always post stuff on Instagram. Use the hashtag. If you want to get any Pimp and Joy swag for yourself, just go to RadioAmy.com, and that's where you can find a link to Pimp and Joy stuff. Same link that'll take you to Pimp and Joy will also get you to Espoa Things, which is our line that supports Haiti. And just a quick note on that, we have launched the teacher for things tote bags and there's a code, there's a discount code for teachers and it's Apple. Actually, there's two codes that will work. You're only going to get still 10% either way, but two codes, you can type in Apple or Westrock because we're doing a whole thing on the Bobby Bone Show with Westrock Coffee. That's like we're big Westrock Coffee fans and they do a lot of really amazing good things in this world. They even are delivering, I think right now like as I speak, 
some four things tote bags to Rwanda. Like how cool is that? That teachers in Rwanda are going to have tote bags, four things tote bags. Like it's amazing. So uh, yeah, if you are a teacher, you can get the teacher tote, which the four things on our already made teacher tote say caffeinate, educate, sleep, repeat. Hmm, pretty cute. Um, if you, I know we went back and forth on what the four things were going to be for our teacher tote. And I know we didn't make everybody happy with that one, but overall it's been a great response. But if we didn't make one the way you like it, that's the beauty of the four things tote. You can also customize your own. So that is super cool. You can just think of the four things you wished were on your teacher tote or our teacher tote and, and make your own. So that's, that's the fun part or make it for a teacher in your life. Or yeah, maybe you're not a teacher, but you've got kids and you want to get your teacher a gift. Well, then order them the teacher tote. Pretty much every teacher can relate to caffeinate, educate, sleep, repeat. And, um, what else? There was one more thing associated with that. Oh, yeah, we are still working on, I think around September is when we will launch the sponsored teacher tote, where we want to have you guys come alongside and sponsor some totes. And then we're trying to get donations and maybe even people sponsoring like, uh, you know, with funds, like when you buy a tote, you could check out and say like, oh, I want to donate an extra five or 10 or $15. Or maybe you can't even afford to buy a tote, but you can do the $5. It'll go towards what we're going to fill the tote with to kind of bless teachers. And then people are going to be able to nominate teachers and then we'll pick them and then we'll just mail them a surprise tote full of all kinds of amazing goodies inside. Isn't that fun? Okay. We hope that y'all will join in. We like need to, this is where though we need to rally the troops and spread the word. Y'all are amazing at that. Like, I feel like we've got a great little community going here, but this will be one where we've got to just spread the word on Facebook, on Instagram, tell your friends, um, send emails, maybe just tell your book club, your mom's group, your this or that. I don't know how you spread the word, but word of mouth is what we've got. So that's what we've got to use, which speaking of same, same way for this podcast, word of mouth, tell your people and subscribe. That would be huge. Really, just subscribing and rating and reviewing is amazing. Maybe you don't have time to rate and review. Just click subscribe. Boom. Tell your friends. Go on your husband's phone. Click subscribe. Maybe he'll start listening. Then we got another male listener. I feel like every time we get a male listener, <laughs> an angel gets its wings. So, okay. Y'all are amazing. Um, again, uh, shout out Walker and Lainey Hayes for being on today. Uh. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 